This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live. North Georgia Life Podcast it is Jake, your host. Today's episode, I'm actually recording this in my office. It's been busy and I wanted to share this with you before 4th of July so you could have this for your cookouts and I'm sorry, I apologize. But actually when you make this, you're probably not going to want to share it with people because you'll need to make more than one. Uh, this is one of my world famous staple pies. Um, I have shared this with people. I brought pies over to people in the past and I'm telling you, like this is legit. This is going to change your life. And this pie, when we make it, never lasts more than 48 hours in our house, ever, period. So it's good for breakfast with coffee. It's good for an afternoon snack. It's good for dinner, dessert. It's good It's good for a meal, and it's almost healthy for you. So i sorry, like you're not going to feel bad <laughs> eating a large quantity of this uh, but it's super, super good. And hey, this involves blueberries. Blueberries are a superfood. So you're basically going to be bionic after you eat this. So you know how to find us online, Facebook, Instagram, North Georgia Life Podcast. And if we can help you out, if you've got great recipes that you'd love to share with us, hey, I'm willing to try them out and share them online. The only thing I ask, my one caveat, is if you are a restauranteur and you want to use this in your restaurant, got to give me credit and plug the podcast. So that's all I ask. Uh, I share this with you because this is one of the simple ways of embracing life right where you live. And good food is a unifying thing. And hey, we all need a little bit more unity right now. And I think if we got like a mass order of these pies together and we just kind of got all the different factions uh, that, are, that are going around right now uh, together over pie, and good coffee, we would solve a lot of problems real quick, okay? Because it's really hard to be angry when you're putting this pie in your mouth. With that, we'll get started. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It is Jake, your host. Today's episode, I am going to download some, like, amazement on you. This is going to be a family secret. I don't know if it's family secret. Uh, it is a secret I created in the kitchen. And it is about to change your world. For those of you who like to get together, we just had July 4th. I know people get together and I know you're like, Jake, this is like a week or two too late. Well, I'm sorry. Real estate has been really busy. Uh, <laughs> I get, what can I do? Uh, I will tell you, I was actually just sending something to some clients of mine. Two headlines you did not hear in the evening news uh, with all of the uh, the... Uh, let's call it the frenzy that they are trying to get everybody in. Uh, some of it legit, some of it very not legit. Um, but uh, I'll let you, um, you know, weigh in wherever you want on that. Georgia set a state record in the month of June for most homes under contract in a single week. You would never know it based on all the stuff that they are sending out uh, between the media, local media, national news, what's on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. We legitimately set a state, all-time state record, like from when the MLS started, for most homes under contract in a single week in the month of June. Uh, that's apparently a big secret because nobody knows it because, um, you know, if it bleeds, it leads, and... 
that's just unfortunately the news cycle that we are in right now, especially. The other thing is our office, the Keller Williams broker that I work out of, we set a, uh, a we're almost at a four-year record that we set for most homes closed in a single month in the month of June, dating back to August of 2016. In the month of June, I think our office closed like 163 homes in that in the month of June. Uh, you know, I, I know that those two headlines are not going to trump all of the other things going on in the news, uh, but there is some very positive things going on. I'm very thankful to be in the state of Georgia in um, uh, a lot of the economic decisions that have been made uh, in, in just getting people back to work and in uh, trying to do things safely and as um, conscientiously as possible. Uh, we are certainly in a much better position than uh, a lot of other states are. So I'm very thankful for that. But I wanted to share with you at least a couple things in my world that are, are very positive things. Another very positive thing is what I'm about to share with you. So I actually created this recipe. This is my like world famous pie recipe. So I actually have a couple of them, which is kind of amazing that I'm not like a million pounds because we like to eat. And as you know from listening to past episodes, I really like good food. Well, I don't just like good food. Sometimes <laughs> I like good food as much as humanly possible. Uh, so I created a pie recipe and this is, I, I tinkered with this for probably about three, four, five years. Um, and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to share with you is better than anything you're going to find on the internet because I came to this recipe using the internet and finding all of the things that work and don't work. And I will tell you, almost all the pie recipes that I find online have a critical, two critical flaws in them. And which makes me think that all of the pie recipes are actually posted by angry grandmothers who were not appreciated <laughs> in their pie making in life. And they're sabotaging all the young pie makers of America uh, because they were upset. Uh, if you're a grandmother, don't hate me, but I'm about to share with you something that you want to know. So, uh, you know, I don't know. You can be a hero again, um, but you're our hero. Don't don't write me angry emails. This recipe you could use for any pie, but like I, I don't even know how to like you should probably just pull the car over. Just prepare yourself for amazement. And I say that without the slightest shred of selling you short on this. So this is a peach blueberry pie. I know what you're thinking. Long extended pause. I don't know what Jake, you just what did, what did you what did you do? That's not that's not right. It is right. I'm going to tell you it's going to it's going to be so good. It's going to take your knees out. I have never seen this done. We actually did this kind of by accident last year because we thought we had more blueberries than we did and we didn't and then we had peaches and I'm like, what the heck? Just throw them in. Uh change my world forever. Change my freaking world forever. So here's the recipe. Three peaches. Get local peaches from an orchard uh, close to us. There's several of them. Wherever you go, just get, don't, whatever you do, don't go buy grocery store peaches that you don't know. You know, some peaches are kind of like bland and mealy, kind of like uh, tomatoes. Some of them are good, some of them are not. You don't want to mess this up, okay? So get local peaches from a local orchard and blueberries. Trade secret on blueberries. Do not wash them until you're ready to use them. 
I don't know what it is, but when you wash blueberries, the next day they're materially different. So don't wash the blueberries until you're ready to use them. And I will interject here, if you are, if this is a really good idea, uh, you're welcome. Get fresh blueberries now, put them in Ziploc freezer bags, and bring them out for Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, the, the, the next wave of our eating season as we move into the fall uh, months. Don't wash them. Just put them in the freezer bags straight out of the, the containers, wherever you get them from. Again, if at all possible, get them from local orchards. They're just much, much better in the, the taste category and the fresh, freshness category. And it's worth paying a dollar or two more uh, if that's all it is. So you're going to get three peaches. And this is for a standard nine inch you know, glass pie plate. Three peaches, three to four cups of blueberries. It really kind of all depends on on your preference. Uh, but if it's easier for you, three peaches, three cups of blueberries. And then you're going to get a lemon, just a normal standard lemon. Cut it in half, juice half of the lemon in the pie. I read all these recipes and there's like tablespoon of, of lemon juice. And I'm like, I don't how, how many lemons is a tablespoon? I don't know. I don't just tell me how many how many how many lemons do I need for this stupid recipe? Okay, so make it easy for you. Cut the stupid lemon in half and juice half of the lemon into the pie, into the bowl. So you're gonna got three peaches cut up. You're gonna take the skin off the peaches. I think that's self-explanatory, but just in case, wash the blueberries, throw them in, juice half a lemon, and then you're going to zest. If you don't have a zester, go to TJ Maxx or uh, Kitchen Store or whatever and get a zester. This is one of those trade secrets. If you have a fruit pie and you do not have lemon zest in your fruit pie, you are missing the boat. This works for apple. This works for strawberry. This works for every single fruit pie you will ever make or ever eat forever. Lemon zest is the hidden secret of great, great pie. Uh, so you're going to zest the lemon. I recommend zesting the lemon first before you cut it in half because it's just easier that way. And you're just taking off the bright yellow part on the lemon uh, and you don't have to be super crazy with it, but just go, you know, go around the lemon and zest it off. It, I don't know how much it, it produces as far as teaspoons, tablespoons of lemon zest. And honestly, I don't care because one lemon is the right amount. I know you guys would love being in the kitchen with me. I'm a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so three quarters of a cup of sugar. And honestly, the only reason I do three quarters of a cup and not a full cup is because when I reach the measuring scoop in the sugar bag, I, I don't, it's just easier to just scoop out about three quarters of a cup instead of measuring out a full cup. Yes, it's lazy, but it'll save you a little bit of calories and the pie tastes just as good and you know, it's a quarter cup of sugar less. Uh, you can throw that in the bowl and then this is, this is the whole ball of wax here, okay? You need two special products. One is found on the pudding aisle and one is found in the organic gluten-free section of your grocery store. Okay, so the first one is called tapioca flour. And the second one, so that's the one that's going to be on the organic gluten-free section of your grocery store. The second one is called minute tapioca. That will be on the pudding aisle. It's a little red box. And you need four tablespoons of each of those in the mixture I've already described. Every recipe you will ever see online for pie recipes is regular flour and cornstarch. 
and regular flour and cornstarch are okay for apple pie and that's about it. You cannot use those for anything else that has more water concentration or, or when it breaks down and becomes more watery or more liquid in it. It doesn't have the, uh, the structure to set up. You're going to end up with soup in your pie instead of a nice, you know, congealed uh, pie. That's what you want. Tapioca is the secret, okay? And you will not find that online. I, I, I'm telling you, I've looked. It's, and if you do, it's not going to be the right ratio, okay? So you need four tablespoons of tapioca flour and four tablespoons of minute tapioca. That is going to set up any pie to perfection, okay? Actually, when I do it as a straight blueberry pie, I actually do five uh, because blueberries, if you've ever, you know, uh, cooked blueberries, they, they get real uh, liquidy. So I, I just go a little overboard. Four is probably okay, but I always play it a little safe. Okay, so you can mix that together, set that aside in a bowl. In, a, in the next bowl, you're going to get a cup of old-fashioned rolled oats. So you can get the old-school Quaker oats, or uh, we get all of our, you know, pie stuff like this in the organic gluten-free section. The way we make this pie the only thing that has any gluten in it is the pie crust. And that's just because I don't want to make my own pie crust. Um, so if you're a gluten-free person, it, this is right up your alley. Um, so it's a cup of old-fashioned rolled oats, a stick of butter. You can use uh, G or ghee. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, I think it's G, uh, but that is clarified butter. You can use that. It's, you know, a stick of butter worth. A half a cup of brown sugar, a quarter cup of cane sugar, and that's not necessary. I like it because it gives the crust a little extra crunch. Uh, this is, so you're making the topping right now. Uh, a half a cup of either one-to-one -one flour or almond flour. If you just want to use regular flour, you can. Uh, again, we, we try to do as much gluten-free as possible. So we use either the one-to-one -one flour or almond flour. Both of those are going to be in your organic section of your grocery store. And then two to three tablespoons of ground cinnamon. Uh, I honestly have never, <laughs> I've never measured this. I, I put all that other stuff in and then I just take my cinnamon shaker and I sprinkle it until the top is brown. I think it's about two to three, two to three tablespoons. And then you mix all that together and it should be like a Play-Doh-y kind of consistency. And then you just break that up. Uh, so you put the, uh, the pie crust on in the pie plate, spray it with a nonstick Pam or something like that first. And then you're gonna put the pie crust down. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if you're not going to make your own pie crust, you will only buy Pillsbury pie crust. Do not buy store-bought pie crust. Do, don't do it, just don't. It's, it's gonna save you like 30 cents and it is gonna be a nightmare. I don't know what Pillsbury does that everybody else doesn't do, but Pillsbury and the Red Box is the only one I use. It's the only one that rolls out right, is the only one that stays together I, I don't know what they do, but congratulations, Pillsbury. You have my patronage for life. So put the pie crust down. Once you sprayed the pan so that it won't stick to the bottom, and then you're going to put your peach blueberry mixture in there and then take the other mixture with the rolled oats and the butter and sprinkle that on top. Should cover the entire thing pretty good. And then you're going to bake it on 400. 400 degrees is the right temperature for 35 to 40 minutes. If you cook it higher, 
you're going to risk burning the top. And if you cook it lower, it is going to take forever for the blueberries to break down. Basically, what you want to look at, uh, our, our stove is usually about 35 to 37 minutes. Uh, you know, ovens cook differently. You want to look around the edge of the pie, and when it starts bubbling like, uh, like lava almost, just a slow rolling bubble, that means the blueberries have broken down to the point that they are now infiltrating everything else in the pie. And that is when things get happy. What the tendency uh, for people to do is they, when it starts smelling really good, you take it out and you take it out too soon and the blueberries have not broken down enough in the pie. Uh, so like just, you know, hold your nose and just keep an eye on it. But 35 to 40 minutes is right about the right time at 400. Then the, the, the hardest part of this is you really want to let it set uh, about two to three hours. Okay, honestly, two hours, it's still going to be really warm because it's been in 400 degrees. Um, and so if I was doing this, I was having people over for, you know, dinner or something like that. And let's say we're going to eat at six. Uh, I'm going to throw the pie in the oven probably somewhere around lunchtime. And that way it's set up, but it's still fresh and a little warm by the time we get to the point of eating it for dinner. Um, and I'm telling you, you get some vanilla ice cream. Oh, like I, I, I don't even, you're about to change people's lives. Okay. It, like it's you're, you're, you don't even know. <laughs> so, so what I tell people at, at the holiday season, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, you know, whatever, whatever you celebrate, I, it's kind of an observational thing here. You only really need to be excellent at one thing. Okay. And you become famous in the family, right? Like you become the rock star in the family. So you only really need to be really, really good at one thing. And if you whip out peach, blueberry, pie, cobbler, whatever you want to call this, like just look out. Grandma is going to hit you upside the head. You are going to dethrone grandma. And it's going to be okay because this pie is worth it. So... Uh, just know that you can mix up your your uh, fruit, you know, things. I've done this with strawberry pie. I've done it with apple, obviously. I've done straight peach. I've done straight blueberry. You about can't go wrong. Your components, the lemon, the lemon zest, the tapioca ingredients, the sugar amount, those are pretty much consistent with any kind of pie uh, filling. So, if I was going to do this and I want to just knock some people's socks off or maybe, you know, maybe you just got in a relationship and you're hoping that, you know, the other one's still around come the holidays and you might be spending the holidays with their family. This is what I do. You, you, it's your life, your decisions. But this is what, what I might do is I might go up to like Jay Moore Farms. We did an episode on Jay Moore back in the fall and get some fresh peaches and some fresh, fresh blueberries while they have them. And then I would cut the peaches up, skin them, put them in a Ziploc freezer bag, throw them in my freezer. Blueberries, just take them from the green cardboard thing and put them straight into a freezer bag. Put them in my freezer and take them out the week of Thanksgiving and it's time for awe and wonder in your kitchen. And in that, that like you're, like she might say yes, just because, <laughs> just, just because of that. That's my contribution to making your world in this July a little bit better. Uh, I know it's a little mix up from our normal episodes, but 
one of those things that I just wanted to share as a means of making your world a little bit better. And I'm telling you, I'm not overselling this. This pie is going to knock your socks off. Next summer, I'm just telling you, I, I hate to do this to you. Next summer, I will share with you my world-famous, internationally renowned key lime pie recipe. I have had key lime pie of, I don't know, five states, including the Florida Keys. My key lime pie is better than any key lime pie I have ever tasted. I'm an honest food critic. I could sell this pie for like $8 a slice. And I'll share it to you, share it with you next summer. I'm not going to do it because, you know, then we got to start having, you know, weight loss clinics and stuff. You know, one at, one at a time, people. That's it. I'm out. Hope you guys have a great day. Please share this with friends, family members, coworkers. If you're getting back to the offices where you see coworkers again, isn't it a wonderful thing to see people uh, again? And just know that if you've got suggestions, if you've got questions on past episodes, anything like that, you can reach out to us uh, at North Georgia Life Podcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, all the time, North Georgia Life Podcast on both of those platforms. Hey, hope you're having a great uh, day. I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. And we got some great episodes coming up for you in the weeks ahead. This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live.